this episode of the Attracting and Retaining Customers podcast, I'm going to share with you seven top marketing tips that will help your business attract and retain customers. Whether you're a startup business, an established business, a new business, whatever you happen to be, these will be useful to you. Welcome back to the Attracting and Retaining Customers podcast, the podcast that offers tips and ideas for sales, marketing, presenting and pitching. I'm your host, Trevor Lee, and thank you so much for joining me. On today's show, I'm going to be sharing with you those marketing tips, which I'll go through in a minute. But before I do that, a reminder that you can find this show on iTunes or indeed on your podcast app, and you can download all the previous episodes. Simply type in Attracting and Retaining Customers in the iTunes or your podcast search bar. So, seven marketing tips for your business. That's what I promised you in today's podcast. So, let's crack on with number one. And number one is you need to see every interaction between a customer or a potential customer and your business as a marketing opportunity. So that means everyone in the business, from the managing director to the person who takes the calls or greets the customers or delivers the product or service, is a marketeer. So they all have a responsibility to aim to enhance the customer experience. And that will mean that if they do that, your customers will return and recommend and repurchase from you. So just make sure that everyone in your business understands that that marketing is not just the people who work in the marketing department or indeed have got marketing in their job title. You can produce the most fantastic product and the experience for the customer can be really good from finding you on your website to making contact to placing an order. But then if the delivery goes wrong or the person who delivers the product to them or installs it is just not giving the right impression, or they, or they just don't get on with the customer and the customer thinks, oh God, this isn't as great as I thought it was. Then all of that stuff that's gone on previously has been you know, hampered slightly by that end interaction. So it's really, really important that that happens. And also make sure, just check who is answering your phone. Who is the first person that a customer contacts? Because it is reckoned that nowadays around 70% of decisions are made by customers about who they're going to buy goods and services from before they make any contact with your company. So when that phone rings, you need to assume it's someone wanting to buy your product or service. So check that that's working okay and how that's how that is working. Ring the number yourself and see what sort of response you get. Because if it's a poor response or no response at all, worst case scenario, then all that hard work that I've put in as a customer to think I'm going to buy from you has gone out the window and I'll be off somewhere else. So, number one, make sure that you recognise and see and treat every interaction as a marketing opportunity. Number two, check that your marketing messages are consistent, that they're understandable, that they're up-to-date, and that they're relevant to the audience that they're being aimed at. If you've got great marketing messages out there, but no one really understands what they mean, or they don't say to me, you are my potential customer, you should be understanding this message, then it's a waste of time. 
so you know there's some very clever stuff out there there's some very nice designs but you have to ask yourself the question you know does the message get through to the potential customer and that's why we talked about in a previous episode we talked about just checking that review in that all the time once a quarter it's really important but those marketing messages they do need to have some clarity they need to be consistent across all the platforms and that's really hard these days to do that because there are tons and tons of marketing messages out there for loads every business has got tons out there now clearly especially in the digital world so you need to check and try your best to make sure they're all consistent so number two check that your marketing messages are consistent they're up to date and they're relevant to the people you want to react to Number three, challenge who you're aiming your marketing at. It's very easy, isn't it? Because, you know, in the business we're in, you're just day-to-day stuff going on that your marketing just carries on regardless. So if you're doing some advertising, you run the same ads in the same publications or in the same radio, whatever it might be. You do the same digital stuff. You think, you know, social media is the great thing for you, whatever it happens to be. So it's it's very easy not to change anything, just to carry it on, because especially if you haven't got dedicated marketing resources. See, but you need to ask that question, you know, is your marketing reaching the right people? And are they your, you know, that's your existing and your potential customers? And also, you know, be very wary about buying marketing, especially advertising on price. I'm sure as, a, as businesses, you get lots and lots of calls from people trying to sell you advertising. I had some. I had a call the other day. It's just unbelievable price they were offering, you know, but it was a one-off and it wasn't really right for my customer, but it was very, very tempting, I have to say, and I'm sure you get similar things. So it's worth, uh, you know, in a previous podcast, I talked about doing a quarterly review for your, for your marketing activity. So it's worth doing that because don't forget that marketing is all about driving sales. So make sure that, you know, who, whoever you want to sell your product or service to, that's the people who should be receiving your marketing message. So check that your marketing message is being aimed at the right people. Number four is networking, especially if you're in the business-to-business sector, because networking is a great way to market yourself and your business. Go to a business event, go to a business breakfast. You get to meet lots of different people face-to-face, all in the same room, all at the same time. It can save you tons and tons of, of time. Imagine trying to go and meet all of those people individually at their business. It would take forever. Do use do think about networking. It's not a daunting thing that everybody, you know, people are scared of going networking because they think it's too daunting, they won't know anybody. You'll be amazed. I go to lots of networking events and everybody is usually very welcoming. And it's amazing the conversations you can have. And, and you know, you might be sitting next to somebody and uh, they want to be a customer. That would be fantastic. But they might also, they may not want to be an obvious customer of yours, but they may know somebody who did. So, I think I read somewhere a quote, I can't remember who said it, but it said something like, the more people you meet, the more business you're likely to do. So networking is a really important part of marketing, especially if you're in the business-to-business sector, and a great opportunity if you're a newish business to get out there and talk to other people who will share, you know, you may not meet someone on a customer basis, but you may share, you may meet somebody who will share some ideas with you and offer some help and guidance for your business and share their experiences. 
The top tip, if you do go networking, then, you know, do work out and practice your elevator pitch. You don't want to come across as um, as being scripted. But when someone asks you those, those, you know, they're going to ask you, what do you do when they meet you at a networking event? And you need to think about how you're going to reply to that. I always say things like, I help businesses like yours attract and retain customers. That's my kind of elevator pitch. So magic words there are help and your. My other top tip is um, is to ask that question first. So if you meet somebody, ah, so what do you do, Simon? Because usually people have got name tags on. And then you can kind of steer your reply when it's your turn. Hopefully they'll ask you towards whatever they've said. So, you know, you've got to think on your feet sometimes with your elevator pitch. But do go networking. It will be beneficial to you. But it is a marketing investment because it may take two or three hours of your time. It's probably not going to cost you a lot of money, probably usually the price of the breakfast, but it is time. So go prepared. And don't forget, you know, take your business cards with you as well. And sometimes at networking events, you get a little round the table. You know, you get a minute to talk about your business. So think about, you know, avoiding talking too much about who you are and how great you are and how great your business is. Share something with your audience that they may not know. So every time I go to an event, I always try and, offer them a tip or two and then I introduce who I am so do that it'll get you noticed because you will be different right number five is don't forget the small things that are, are all a key part of marketing even things like well the things I bang on about most when I get the opportunity are what does your answer phone message say can you actually sit there now while you're listening to this podcast, put the podcast on pause and write down the answer phone message on your mobile phone if you use your mobile phone for business? And in today's age, you've got to use your mobile phone for business. So write that down. Do you know what it is? Let's hope it doesn't say you're on holiday until June the 13th or something like that. Okay, so check that message. And make sure you have got a personal message on there if you're using it for business and not, you know, one, you know, not the uh, service provider's standard message. Also, look at your email signature. How are you using that? Um, and what does it say? And is it up to date? And, you know, don't make it too cluttered. Some people have like tons of logos on. It goes on for blinking ever. So um, don't, don't make, you know, try and make it succinct if you can. But just check what it is. It's a free piece of marketing for you. And if you use the your email signature, you know, is it consistent across all devices? So you may send me an email from your desktop and it's got a really nice email signature, some interesting details. You then reply to an email I sent you and you send me your, your message on your iPhone or whatever, and it's going to say sent from my iPhone. So don't you know do that as well. So sometimes it's just the little small things that make a difference. Have a look at your business card. Is what it says on your business card what you're actually doing now? Is it a reflection of you as well and your company? So don't don't be tempted to buy 10,000 business cards because they're like a penny each and then you're never going to use them. I always think buy business cards 100, 150 at a time at the most. Get them professionally printed, really look, make them look nice and make sure that everything on there is what you do. And then next time you come to print them, you may want to change or tweak something. It's important because we still all give out business cards. And that first impression of a business card can be really important as well. So number five is 
don't forget the small things. It's very easy, particularly in companies with marketing departments, to go off and do all the big glamorous things and forget about the small things. So number five, don't forget the small things. Number six is you do need to budget for marketing. And not many businesses do this. Even biggish businesses sometimes don't have a marketing budget. And that's, you know, why not? The question, why not, I ask companies, if I, if I get to talk to them and I haven't got a marketing budget. You, because, you know, you need, to, you need to have a plan for marketing. And, and therefore, that plan will cost money. And don't be, don't be lured into thinking that the only marketing you should do are things that are free. No matter whether you're a startup business or an established business, you have to recognise that some things you have to pay for in marketing. And chances are, if it's going to be successful for you and the things that you really need to be doing, you're going to have to spend money on. So two thing, two two things that you know, two obvious traps that you know, especially new newish business falls in fall into. One is they say, "Well, I buy I buy my marketing on whether I can afford it." So what they're saying is that if I come to you with, a, let's say, a, an advertising proposition, it's uh, £780, but it's going to reach exactly the right number of customers for you. It's going to be perfect for what you want. It's going to get your message to the right people. It's, it's, you know, it's got a great chance of bringing you a return. And then someone else rings up and says, oh, I can, I can do some advertising. It'll be £140. So a massive difference in the price. And you're, so if you start to think, oh, 140, I can afford that, can't afford 780, so I'll go with 140. But the 140 is going to the wrong people, it's going to people who are never going to be your customers, it's just a complete waste of money. So got to avoid the temptation of thinking, oh, I'll buy it because I can afford it. And the second thing is, be, you know, be very cautious about planning all your marketing around things that are free. And clearly, you know, social media platforms seem to be free. But increasingly, those the people behind those social media platforms want you as a business to pay for advertising. Well, and why shouldn't you, frankly? And, you know, the danger is that you think, well, it's free, we'll keep doing that. But it's not really free, is it? Because you've got to put time and resource into, into doing it. So if you've got someone working for you, say, on social media, and they, they're putting in uh, even the equivalent of a day a week, you know, work out how much that is over a year and whether that money would be potentially spent in a different way. So you need to budget for marketing of some sort. Don't just say, oh, we'll buy it if we can afford it. Not a great strategy. So number six, budget for your marketing. Number seven is you need to set aside some time for marketing as well. I remember when I started my business, uh, it'll be six years later on this year, and uh, somebody I read somewhere and they said, you need to spend 20% of your time marketing your business. And not many people do that. So you need to spend that time marketing your business. It really is important. So each, you know, each week, if you haven't got marketing people, you know, dedicated marketing results, then someone's got to do the marketing for you. And they need to have some time set aside to do that, even if it's an hour a day or half a day a week. And then, as I, as I mentioned in a previous podcast, at least once a quarter, set aside two or three hours, sit down, you and any of your colleagues or and, you know, someone, me coming in as an outside consultant, and just sit down and robustly challenge all the marketing activity that you're doing. That sort of 
attitude will make a huge difference to the success that you have. But you do need to set aside time for marketing. And, and don't cancel that meeting either. And don't say, oh, uh, it's coming up. Our quarterly meeting's on Tuesday afternoon at three. Oh, actually, we can't, you know, we, uh, we've got something on, haven't we? We better, I tell you what, let's just, let's just move it back a week. So one of the beauties of if you hire, you know, someone like myself to come in and, and be at that meeting is that they're going to be there. And you're going to have to make sure you are then as well. Otherwise, you're, you're wasting your, your time on, on investing in them. But it's worth doing it that way. Get you going. Give, there'll be plenty of people around who can do that service for you. Come in, help facilitate that robust challenge of your marketing, and then set you up and, and let you, um, you know, take it forward on your own after that. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, that's uh, those are seven tips for marketing your business. So let's just quickly run through them. So number one was see every interaction as a marketing opportunity. Number two was check your marketing messages. Number three was challenge who you're aiming your marketing at. Number four was networking as a marketing tool. Number five was don't forget the small things. What's what's your answer phone message say? Are your email signatures you know consistent? Number six, do set aside some budget for marketing. Don't buy marketing on a, a can I afford it basis. And number seven, set aside time so you plan your marketing and you make sure it's happening. Have that review once a quarter at least on a very robust basis. So there we go. That's the end of this podcast. I hope you found it useful. If you're new to the show, then do please hit the subscribe button. And if you thought the show was great, then please, it'd be brilliant if you went to iTunes and left a review. Um, if your sales and marketing activity needs re-energizing or new ideas, or you want some help with a presentation or a sales pitch, then you know let's have a conversation. You can email me, trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk, or connect with me on LinkedIn. So that, ladies and gentlemen, is the end of another episode of Attracting and Retaining Customers. I'm your host, Trevor Lee, and I'll be back with another episode very soon. So until the next time, thanks for listening, and don't forget to robustly review your marketing activity. Bye for now.